Hi, and welcome to Rescuing Churches. If you love pastoral life, ministry, and church revitalization, this is a great place to join the discussion about why the local church matters, how we can help the ones that are in decline, and be an encouragement to their pastors along the way. We'll even get to hear stories from special guests about what God is doing in the church at large. This show is hosted by two guys who serve the local church and is for everyone within the local church. Thanks for tuning in today. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rescuing Churches, where it is always a great adventure discussing church revitalization and pastoral life. Learn more at 614ministries.org. My name is Josh. I'm here with my dad, Stan. The great adventure today is all about websites. All about websites. which Church is, websites. Yeah, which is one of your favorite topics, right? Absolutely. I know. You can't just, wait to talk about you websites. You just can't wait to talk about all this tech stuff. Exactly. So tech savvy. <laughs> why, why are we even doing this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> what, is, what is a website, <laughs> Four ways to make your church website more welcoming. That's what we're going to talk about today. More welcoming. Yes. Websites should be welcoming. Yes, they should. Not just informative. Not just informative. Welcoming. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is, and this will go back to something that I've referenced in previous podcasts and an article that I've that I wrote in the past that I'll reference in a minute, is that your website, your church website, your business website, and most cases is going to be the very first impression that people have of you today. Yeah, it is. I mean, pe- people, everybody's smartphone and everybody's tablet is, you tell them about a church, they're going to look at it first on, you're going to look at their website first, then they're going to attend. And we've had several people recently attending our church. Say that they that found us this online. Up. Yeah. And a, a big part of that is because Americans today have access, more access than ever to user-friendly portable tech. I mean, it's literally within arm's reach. So, you know, it's, it, we have our smartphones, we have our tablets, we've got our smart watches now, you know, people, people are, I mean, we've got kids toting around smartphones now, little Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're toting around their tablets. Yeah. Wife's a first grade teacher and she said one of her kids had a phone at school. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy how much portable technology has advanced over the last several years. And, and, and it's crazy when you really project it out within the next decade to two decades, where that's all going to lead. I don't even want to think about how far ahead in the future. That's what that's going to look like. Like, especially after I'm dead and gone, Sure, we're probably going to have, you know, like cyborgs walking around or something like that. It's just going to be crazy. (laughs) This is going to change the landscape of, of digital design, digital media design. And for those of us that work within that world, it means that we constantly have to keep up with the advances in all of this technology. Yeah. And, and, you know, you actually, in your, the article you're referring to way back was, Every, every church has a dis, digital handshake now. It's the initial greeting that happens for your church. Exactly. And you need to think of it that way. We, we use the, you use the term a lot. It's your front door. The, the website is your front door 
most people, if your website's good enough, they can try it before they buy it. Yeah, um, exactly. So you can actually come to the come to your website, see who the staff is, see who the see what the church looks like, see what the physical building looks like if it's if it's oh, done yeah. well. They're gonna sco- they're gonna scope out every if that's every on detail. there, <clears throat> if and if there's sermons, they're gonna. Try to try to hear that as well. So literally, now, they're trying it before they yeah. before they you know visit. So. Now, now the big part of a lot of the things that you're referencing, and and it's it's all good, but they won't even get that far. Right. All those things you're referencing, they will not even get that far on your website if your website is not welcoming if and user friendly. Well, which is a part of being welcoming. welcoming yeah. If if your website is not welcoming to a visitor, they will not even bother trying to get several layers deep into things like sermons or staff photos or yeah, and I'd, I'd like ministries. To, I'd like to just echo that because you're going to tell us some of the things we need to do for our homepage to make it welcoming. But I am, you know, just turned 60 and I am less and less patient with trying to find something online. Oh, I, oh, I know. It's not easy. <laughs> I know. I, I know. You know I used to be one of those guys like, <laughs> man, I'll keep digging until I find it. I'm very, you know, it's okay. You guys didn't yep. do a good job of giving me the right link here. And, you know, now I got to click here, here, and, and here and, to get there and yeah. I'll figure it out. But, and, and you say, you say less and less patient at 60. And for those of you that read this blog, and I'll drop the link into the show notes on this episode for you. There are st- some of the statistics will blow your mind. There is one statistic that says you for for you for you web designers out there, hear me on this. You've only got fifty milliseconds for your website to make a good impression with somebody. Yeah, that's like the attention span of a gnat. A gnat, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. goldfish or yeah. goldfish. Yeah. You, you've literally got that long for your website to make a good impression and for for somebody to decide whether or not I'm going to stay here or I'm going to click off and yeah. leave and go. What to, do I click on next? Go to, to the next to thing. look at what I want to look at. Well, yeah, and is and it they, easy and to get probably, to? They probably hit you on a Google search, and so this is this is the moment that little fifty millisecond span. It is the difference between do I stay here because now I'm intrigued or do I go on to the next the yeah. next result in my Google search? There you go. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you say, first of all, you have to have a welcome message right on the front page. Please have a welcome that message. That connects the people and all that good stuff. Tell me what all is included in that. Yeah. And I don't mean to be, again, for all the church communicators out there that are listening to this, if, if you're in, in any level of church comms at your, at your location at your church, and responsible for doing the website, please don't take this as an insult. It might seem like I'm saying this and it's painfully obvious. You're actually going to insult the pastors that are trying to do it by themselves, but we're all big boys. We're okay. If you're, if you're the pastor doing it, whoever you are, it's not meant to sound insulting that you should have a welcome message on your welcome page, but you would be shocked at how many church websites I've seen that don't have a welcome message on their welcome right, page. Right, right. In fact, they don't even have a welcome page. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just four or five sentences, it yeah. should be somewhere on your home page, maybe right above or below your main graphic or photo, your logo, your slider, as some people call it, you know, uh, the, our, our church website, the, um, the dash, the particular platform that we use, uh, Clover sites, shout out to Clover sites, um, you know, allows you to have a, a slider on the homepage. And there's some people, yes, I know that are anti-slider and that's slowly fade, fading out as a, as a uh, trend. Um, but if you're going to put a welcome message on your homepage, make sure that it's got some type of wording, some type of verbiage that lets people know 
we're at least happy that you're here mm-hmm. and we're at least trying to connect with you. At mm-hmm. least get that message across. Communications wise, get that across. There is nothing worse than a church that is only just a, a graphic or a logo or a building or something, mm-hmm. you know, and no text that says we're glad you're here. Yeah. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. Man. So, 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 and, and like I was on a website the other day, I was on a church website trying to help a, one of the churches that we're uh, working at building connections with. And I was trying to track their deal down and they have a little section called new here. Yep. Just says, it's a, it's a icon says new here. And I thought, well, I'm new here. So I'm clicking there. Right. Just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was good. It was a way to connect his offer prayer request, a little note about the staff and yep. you know, yep. that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and we have a, a page on our website called new here. Mm-hmm. And a, the reason that a lot of, a, a lot of church comms people use that phraseology is because visitors, church seekers these days, are looking for that particular term. Mm-hmm. They're looking for mm-hmm. the term "new here." Right. Um, new now, here, and I'm trying to figure out where. where what do y'all do? What do y'all do? Who are you? What are you about exactly? Now, if you want to take it a step further, do you have snakes? Yeah. <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> Hopefully, girls? you don't yeah. have snakes. At your Dancing church. girls. No. If you want to take it a step further, you could shoot, like, say, a little welcome video and stick it on that page. Um, video is, as we've discussed in previous communications podcast is way more personal and more engaging than just text. Now it doesn't have to be complex or elaborate. Please hear me on this small churches, especially a short welcome message, like from the pastor or something like that will get the job done. And mm-hmm. you don't even have to have professional video equipment at, at first to pull it off there. You can literally do this with some of the really good smartphones that are out there today you know, and use a little, um, you know, a little lapel mic that connects to your smartphone and shoot a good little welcome video. And it's just the pastor saying, Mm -hmm. we're really glad you're here. And here's a little bit about what our church is about. People will engage with that more than the four or five welcome sentences. Mm -hmm. But if the sentences are all you can do, then start there and stick them on your homepage. And, you know, if you shoot that video, place it on your new here page, um, or maybe even like a, like a sub page called a message from your pastor or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, you, you'll know based on the context of what your website is. Yeah. So, so all the things that should be included on the new here page, first time visitor, kind of a, here's what to expect. Um, where do I fit in? If you have age brackets and that kind of thing, um, if they're wanting to attend a small yeah, yeah. group, any of that. Yeah. Your, your new here page should really answer questions. Okay. Like what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it would help by the way, if you've been there a long time at your church to, to ask somebody that's new to your church, what were some things you wished you would have known or could have known? Oh, sure. And, and, and to get feedback from fresh eyes. Exactly. Um, or, you know, look at some of the other websites that, you, you know, you could, Email us and we'll tell you some websites to look at that have really good church pages. Yep. And, and you can literally say, all right, so I need to talk about parking because our, you know, our church, we're a small church, but we have a split parking lot. We have one side that goes towards our gymnasium. Yes, we do. And has a life threatening entrance. If you go in there, you have to have special insurance because of the sandbags (laughs) and the flooding that happens on that side of our church. But the other side, we joke. Well, sort of. No, we're not joking. That's really, that's real. So, but the other side of our church is where 95% of our people go in which, and out. Which is why on our website at the church where you serve as lead pastor, Northside Bible Church here in Mobile, Alabama, for our website, northsidemobile.org, if you go to the new here page on our website, we have answers to some of those questions. And one of those questions is, where do I park? 
and it's written out in text. We, we have a Google map plugin, which is helpful because people get can you there, get you there. People can then uh, click on that and they get an aerial view of the building mm-hmm. and the parking lots. Yeah. And then to answer the question of where do I park, they see the that answer. Our church has two parking lots, one on each side, like you mentioned a second ago. You're welcome to park in either. However, easiest access is via the parking lot on the left-hand side as you come up the driveway Perfect. off of University Boulevard. Exact, exact so, example. So whenever people read that and it's side-by-side side with the Google Map, it's perfect access for them to be able to, okay, this is what I need mm-hmm. and this is the view of it. So right. when I when I go to make that visit on Sunday or Wednesday or whatever I'm showing up, I know exactly what I'm looking for now. Right, right. And that makes them feel welcome. They feel welcome on that part of the website because you've you've answered a question and they're not left in the dark about what to do when they get there. Mm-hmm. And so, so some other great questions that you can answer on that page is like you were saying a minute ago, what should I expect on my first visit? You know, if I have kids, you know, mm-hmm. where, how, do, how do my kids fit into your church? Right. You know, do you even have a nursery? Mm-hmm. You know, um, do you have kids ministries? Right. You know, right. will they be in church with me or will they go yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. to, to another room? Um, and, and if you do have a kid's ministry, but I want to keep my kid in the mm-hmm. sanctuary, does your church allow that? Because yeah, yeah. they may wonder that. No problem. And you, you should yeah. really always spell. Just clar- clarify, clarify as much as you can. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cl- clarification is the key. So mm-hmm. you always want to let your potential newcomers and visitors know any of those things and make sure that they're going to be comfortable. Um, you know, cause like I said, some fir- first time guests, they, they might not be comfortable leaving their child with a total stranger on the first visit. Other things you can include on the page, service times, weekly office hours. Yeah, I would recommend making those like service times prominent. Sure. It's very painful oh, yeah. to, that's one of those lose patience moments where I'm like, I can't figure out when, <laughs> when, when you the actually world need. they start. Exactly. No, nowhere listed. Yeah. And it, and your service times, another personal recommendation from a comms guy, your service times should be in more than one place. They mm-hmm. should be on the new here page, but they should always, 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 always be in the footer of your website. Of every uh, page of your website. Uh, uh, the, well, the footer is every page of your website. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The footer is, is a, is no matter there. where I am, I, I can know that all of that important information is at the bottom. Right at the bottom. I always recommend also including your social media links down there. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Just an so easy, easy your, access to all the your core values, your stuff. street address, yeah. your social media links and your service times all right down there at the bottom yeah. of the footer. Easy access. Yep. And then you mentioned Google map plugin, really cool to do, really easy to do. It's not complicated. Yeah. If, if you need if help you with that. Yeah. If you don't, don't know how to know. do that, let Josh know and he'll, you can just reach out to us through our phone, through our email, through our own webpage, and we'll help you with that. And then you said you make sure, and we've mentioned this multiple times, so we probably don't need to belabor it, but you got to use real photos of your church people over stock photos when possible. If you got a church of 40 people and you're taking stock photos of 700, 700 people in your sanctuary with all their hands raised. That's and a, full, a little bit of a know, red flag. Praise band with three electric guitars, <laughs> three electric guitars in your praise band. But, when but it's it, really but just it one guy and one guitar. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but it doesn't even have to be that dramatic of an example. We, we say that in jest and but, we've, but we've, we've seen, seen we've seen that yeah. and we've seen websites like that, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, so, so we speak to that, but there, there's also the, um, 
you know, th- there's also the stock photos that aren't necessarily um, that dramatic, mm-hmm. but they don't match the ambiance of your church. Right. People right. can show up at your church thinking they're they're going to be attending a certain type of church or a right. certain type right. of environment mm-hmm. and be and encounter something completely different, right. which right. is why it always helps to like I say, to use real photos, mm-hmm. they, they want to see the real you, not the fake you. Remember, yeah. they're, they're not just there to get information. They want to gain an idea of what to expect when they actually show up. So good. if your site's overloaded with nothing but stock photos, right. that's, you know, they, they might just write you off as being a, a boring church and you definitely don't want that to happen. Right, right. And then you say make the staff page easy to find. Yes, always make the staff page easy to find. This this goes back to, you know, like like we've mentioned before with user-friendly, and this is another aspect of making your website welcoming. People want to be able to connect with other people. They don't just want to know more about those people, especially before they are, you know, when, when they're trying to work up the courage to show up on a Sunday morning, they want to find out more about what they're going to be getting into. Yeah, what do you recommend the elements when you when you – put a bio of one of your staff guys, when you write a little blurb about, about the staff guy, what are the key things you want to put in there? Oh gosh. There are things to list. Yeah. There's obviously married single. Yeah. There's all that good stuff, all the basics like that. You want to know family, um, family names. And I always, I recommend, you know, if your pastor attended a certain Bible college, so mm-hmm. educational background, people want to know that mm-hmm. visitors want to know mm-hmm. that, you know, um, you know, if he didn't leave it out, Right. Um, but, you know, feel free to mention all that kind of stuff. And then um, I always recommend some uh, some fun stuff, little trivia facts like personal hobbies, his personal interests. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like in your bio, we mentioned that, you know, Pastor Stan enjoys bow hunting. He mm-hmm. loves hunting white-tailed deer. You Not know? any good at it, but he enjoys it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we always mention that kind of stuff. Um, so th- there's ways that you can make the bio personable and fun while mm-hmm. also making them informative. And the combination of the two is what people are really looking for. That's really good. Um, if your staff page, you know, is it's got to be easy to find. So if it's just, if it's buried in half a dozen other sub pages, like if people have got to hover over something to make something else hover, to make that thing hover, to then see the staff page. Oh yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You're I'm out. out. It's yeah. like, I'm not even going to bother trying to get to know the people that, mm-hmm. that are at this church. But, but that connection, that staff page is important because it is the connecting point. Be, and, for and it's because, and again, Gives a human again human element to yeah, a virtual site. To a virtual site because there will be and there needs to be photos of the staff people. And again, we've seen sites where it's just text about each staff mm-hmm, member mm-hmm. and no photo. Yeah. Or the and, little gray out guy. Or, you know, yeah. Little, the, little, the, little, the little gray icon. Little, little gray icon. <laughs> the little, little Mr. Anonymous. Yeah. Look, he looks like the guy at the other church. <laughs> exactly. 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 And, it, and if you've got that, if you've got that going on, please Again, I'm going back to the smartphone thing here. Yeah, if you just take a picture just of yourself. Take a good yeah. picture. Oh, and make sure they're smiling. Yeah, make we, sure we, they're smiling. Yeah, make we, sure they actually look happy to we, be there. I mentioned that in the post. Yeah. Nobody wants to be greeted by your assistant pastor's like prison mugshot. Okay. I mean, <laughs> right. seriously, try to look like you enjoy serving God. We, we've actually <laughs> looked at some and, and Josh will come and show me. He goes, Dad, this this church, look at their their music pastor looks like he's you know, in pain. Yeah, he does. It's a photo of him. It looks like he he's does. in pain. I'm just like, come on, man. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, he, you, I'm like, I, I know the history he a here. Yeah, while he's having that I'm like, I know the history behind all this. And I'm just like, I know uh, you've been serving there a long time. And 
you're happy as a clam to be doing it. Sure. But in your photo, you, don't you look just happy look at all. mad yeah. as anything. I'm right. just like, that doesn't make me yeah. as a visitor think I'd really like to go. You don't want to look like you're having a medical I'd really like to go to that church. You really want to look like, <laughs> like you're enjoying life. Yeah, exactly. So, so some good, good, exciting. It, it tells happy potential pictures. visitors that uh, you know ha- having a good staff page like that really lets potential visitors know not only do you matter to us, but we would like to connect with mm-hmm. you. Um, I recommend if your if your staff people have social media platforms, you can always you know put some icons and or or hyperlinks to those. Uh, because that, that again is the, that's a connection factor for people. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it lets them know, Hey, we're, you know, we're here, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter yeah, and get know. their permission to put their personal email on there. If you're, if you're just sure. a web designer or whatever exactly. for your church, uh, they may just want a church website with yep. their name attached, but if they have a personal address and want it on there, put it on there and it gives people a way to touch base with them. So there's a, a, a real person now yes. that I've gotten to know a little bit by reading. Yep. I've spent five minutes reading. Now I know the name of the youth pastor or the music guy and the assistant pastor. So yeah, when I get or, to this church, at yeah, least when I see pastor. that guy, now I can yeah. zero and, in. And that type of contact information, whether it's a personal email address and or social media, will help them be able to reach out to um, the particular staff individual that they're trying to get in contact with between the time that they find the staff page and the time that they visit. If they want to shoot an email off and say, Hey, I'm thinking about coming on Sunday and I was reading in your bios, blah, 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 blah. I'd like to get you to get to know a little bit more about the church first. Right. And that person gets to reply. And that's a great connection that's just happened in, for the, that in between moment to sway that person into coming for the mm-hmm, first time. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. So we want to encourage you to evaluate your your website. I'm having these flashbacks to when we were in uh, Macon a couple of years, a year or so ago uh, at a pastor's conference, and you got to do a presentation on websites. And then at lunch, every pastor in the room came over to you and held their phone out and said, is this a good website look or not? Oh, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Josh, Josh didn't get to eat that day because he was just constantly that, going that through everybody's funny, website yeah. trying to go, no, that's too small a print. No, this is not the kind of picture yeah, that's, you want. Yeah, this is a terrible so, color scheme. But it's time for all of you who who are you know looking at that, you know, evaluate your website. If you want some help yeah, doing start that. start here. This, these are the basics. And these if you basics. want some help doing that, just reach out to us, and, and uh, you can send Josh an email. Yep. Um, he'll, he'll look at your website and give you a couple of, uh, you know, nice critiques, a couple of compliments yep. and then a whole bunch of insults because <laughs> uh, he's OCD. That way. We do. We do. No, we do. Yeah. Uh, he really would love to help. If you want to enhance something that you're struggling to figure out how to do it a little better, we'd be glad to help. That's part of what we do. Exactly. Uh, doesn't cost you anything to call us to get our help. We're happy to help for free. We're grateful for our donors. A lot of guys make that real possible for us to continue to serve churches without having to ask the churches for money. Exactly. And uh, so we're blessed to be a part of 614 Ministries. And always remember, again, going back to what we said at the beginning, your website will likely be the very first impression somebody has of you. Your website and or your social media. So Much truer today than it used to be. Than it used to be. So if you need need any help with making it look welcoming, we're here for you. Amen. All right. Well, I'm Josh. That's Stan. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rescuing Churches. We'll catch you guys next time. You've been listening to Rescuing Churches, a discussion for the local church and its leaders. This show is brought to you by 614 Ministries. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 614 Rebuild and visit us online at 614ministries.org. Also, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcast. Thanks for listening.